Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. Welcome back to the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Dawson. This is episode 78 with two comedians, Lowell Sanders and John DeCrosta. Steve and I had the fantastic opportunity because these gentlemen were so kind to sit down with them and podcast with them on a cruise ship. Uh, that's right. Uh, Steve and I were on a cruise this past week, along with the rest of my family, including Brian and Teresa and uh, our friend Jesse and Svetlana, uh, celebrating my mom's 60th birthday. So I want to wish my mother a very happy 60th birthday, which is now a few days past, but this is my chance on the podcast to say it. So happy birthday, mom. I'm really glad that you're with us and that we were able to take you out on a cruise for your birthday. It was nice and wonderful to spend that time with you. And I thank God for every day that we have with you because uh, we did, in fact, almost lose you a few years ago. And uh, I hope we have many more birthdays to share with you. So <clears throat> on the cruise, um, the Carnival line has set up a deal, apparently, with George Lopez uh, where he's helping bring comics to the cruise line uh, for the Punchliner Comedy Club presented by George Lopez. And on this particular cruise, we had two comics, John DeCrosta and Lowell Sanders, both of them very different in their approaches to comedy, but both of them incredibly funny. And <clears throat> I only missed one of like eight shows that they put on and it was one of the family-friendly shows, and I was off doing something uh, at the time. But otherwise, we were there for all of the comedy shows, and they were hysterical. So at the end of the second night of their comedy, I, I asked them if they would be interested in doing a podcast with us. Actually, I asked each of them individually. They both said yes individually and then found out that we were going to be doing both of them on a recording and they suggested we record them together and so we did and that was a wonderful opportunity because we had two genius comics on our show at the same time and the way they fed off of each other was so fun and John was late which added to the the humor of the whole situation since he was the first one to say yes and he's the one who set up the time and place that we were meeting so it made for some great comedy just on its own um, they did mention that uh, they might be interested in doing a podcast themselves, and I hope that that's something they're serious about. John and Lowell, if you guys are listening to this episode, <clears throat> by all means, I would love to produce your podcast, so let's have that conversation. And there's not a lot of other stuff going on at this time. Um, our San Diego Talent Series uh, kicked off last week with Merrick McCarthy's episode. And I got to say, the response has been really, really good. And I'm getting a number of San Diego talent uh, lined up for future episodes. We might even start the two a week this week. So we'll see if I can make that happen. You might be able to tell with my voice that I'm a little bit under the weather right now. So I don't know if I'll be up for recording another episode this week. But if I am, we'll start it right away. So 
<clears throat> with all that said and all that out of the way, I want to thank you all again for listening to The Intellectual. Uh, without our audience, we wouldn't be able to do this. And we would very much appreciate you sharing the show on your social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus if you're there, um, wherever. Uh, we greatly appreciate you helping spread the word about what we're doing here at theintellectual.com. Don't forget our other shows, Sci-Fi Sunday and the Random Radio Podcast, which is on hiatus until March 1st. Big things coming for that show, and we're definitely looking forward to it. Alan's putting the finishing touches on his new home studio, and so there should be a big jump in quality, not just in how that podcast sounds, but also in how they structure their show. I'm really looking forward to the relaunch of the Random Radio Podcast. And, of course, you can find The Intellectual at theintellectual.com or on any of the major podcasting networks. You can find us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spreaker. And, you know, subscribe to us so that you get us every week straight to your iPhone, your iPad, your Android, whatever device you care to listen to podcasts on. You can find us on any one of the three major podcasting networks. And now, without any further ado, I bring you to Genius Comics when Lowell Sanders and John DeCrosta join us on a cruise ship, Carnival Inspiration, in fact, on the 78th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The Intellectual Podcast starts now. Sitting here with Steve Schwartz uh, in the galley. We've yep. got Brian Davis and Jesse Kozak, both of whom have been on the show several times. And we're sitting with Lowell Sanders, comedian extraordinaire, one of two comedians on the Carnival Inspiration this week. We're on, we're on vacation. Yes. For anybody you should have paying attention. We're on with vacation. that. Hi. <laughs> oh, you're on vacation? Yeah. And I got to work. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we do on vacation. Yeah. We, we, we podcast. Um, Lowell, thanks for taking a little bit of time to sit down with us. No problem. David, right? Yes. 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 And this is... And- Steve, I know, I know. <laughs> Go way back. Way back. What's up, Steve? Hey, how you doing? Steven with a V. With a V. With Not a Robert. V. Oh, I can't. We just call you Eve. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say that. We, I can't get that V in there, man. Russian. We were talking about... Uh, hey, we're on a boat. Listen to this. In case, in case anybody didn't believe us, we are on a fucking You're cruise on vacation. Ship. You're on a cruise ship. Doing boat drill. We can be doing drills and stuff while we're podcasting. That's great. I think I have to go to that. That's probably where John is. I'm doing a podcast while they're looking for me. I'm supposed to be a boat drill. Uh, and it again is a recovery drill, which is for a specific uh, group of team members. Recovery that drill. from the previous general drill that we did. Thanks for your attention, everybody. Have a great so, day. Uh, more announcements and uh, buzzers and alarms coming up. All right, let's get this done before so, the next announcement. So we're like, John, we're like, John, let's do a podcast while we're on the boat. He's like, sure, 10 o'clock on Thursday sounds good. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be in a boat is, drill, but that's fine. Um, so, Lowell, you, you are in Vegas. On a regular basis, and you are with Tim Allen right now at the Mirage, correct? That's correct. That would be correct. That would be correct. <laughs> I want to make sure that anybody listening in knows where to go find you, you know. 
But well, as far as the a show, or, <laughs> what do you mean? You want me to get my well, address you know, out right uh, now, too? I, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. Give us your bank account yeah. information. Well, that's why I'm on this boat. They can't find me out here. Yeah. <laughs> Not unless somebody goes on vacation like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so what's it like doing comedy at sea? I'm glad you asked. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so funny business, Dave. Funny business. Funny yeah. business. How, how different is it from doing like a Vegas show? Uh, on a cruise? Yeah. Well, the big difference, people pay in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> people are here. It's part of, it's part of the, the whole thing. It's included in like uh, the buffet. <laughs> you know, so they have a budget. You get food, comedy, and... Uh, then you keep coming back to the shows. It's like a buffet. Bloated bellies and belly yeah. laughs. Yeah. All the same That's time. a big difference. You, also, don't, you don't perform in front of the same people five there's, times. There's that, there's that alarm. I love it. This is the aura of a, of a podcast at sea. Right, we'll fix it and talk. <laughs> <laughs> wonder how I long that's going to go on. I think that's my... That's a man overboard. Yeah, that is the man, man overboard. That's a man overboard right there. Okay. Yeah, but we're at dock, so who cares? Fuck him. Why don't you just do the podcast with the, with the ship? That's hilarious. Well, you say you'll take care of this in post? Yeah, we go the whole cruise and you don't hear crap. <laughs> we sit down to podcast yeah. it's like everything's happening. Yeah, this is the quietest room on the boat, right? Yeah. 10 o'clock a.m. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. Well, also, getting back to the conversation, um, Performing in Vegas is less chance of you drowning. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Is there less chance of drowning in Vegas? Yeah, because it's uh, <laughs> desert, I would guess. Yes. <laughs> I usually don't do shows with life jackets on. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you do the, the comedy at sea? Com- glad you mentioned that. Uh, pretty often. <laughs> That's why my CD is called Man Overboard. I was I was noticing that. I was like, this if is like notice, custom made. If you notice, the brother sales, man. is in the water. Yeah, one hand in the water. Yeah. yeah, and the boat is leaving them. So <laughs> this drill would have worked perfect on that occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Recovery mode. Uh, evidently, they didn't know I was in the water. You have to really see that cover. So go to my website. LowellSanders.com and look at the cover and purchase that CD. We Man bought, we bought yeah. two. We bought two. Long, oh, yeah? We bought yeah. two. And what you going to do, burn the copy for everybody else? <laughs> huh? No, these fuckers don't get to listen to it. Oh, you can, you can cuss on here? <laughs> yeah, yes. podcast, oh, dude. This is adult This is adult podcast. This is adult podcast. What the fuck is John? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit is this? The brother shows up and the white man is late? Yeah, 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 it's hilarious. Man, we gotta go get him. Well, and it, and it was John's idea to podcast this morning at this time in this particular place. John's the one who agreed to all that show, yeah. and this guy roped you into it. Yeah, he said, "Well, I I got out of that one." Well, it was your, it was your suggestion to to do them to get to do you guys together. Yeah, because and he jumped right on board up. with that. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm off the hook." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, you would have just been sitting there by yourself anyway. <laughs> Of whatever time he would have scheduled. Wait, is that him? Is that him coming? Yeah, here he comes. The ball he cap on the shades. We it's like he's him. trying to be incognito. Did you on tell the him what? He's fifteen minutes late. We don't need him no more. Maybe he thought it was ten thirty. <laughs> uh, we don't. He had to get his coffee. 
Hello. Hello. How many times the, the white man is late? So he's going to take this. The brother shows up. He threw me under the boat. <laughs> I'm sitting here doing the show, doing your jokes off your CD. <laughs> I had a hard time finding it in the light. What the? You, <laughs> what the you can't you can't do that. I've been doing the Chinese woman all day. Huh? I'm not used to coming down wow, here in the wow, day. Wow. <laughs> wow, he has been studying my show. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> John DeCross to everybody. Hey, hey six Thanks people showing up. Hey. Fashionably late. Yes. Ooh, okay, my 15 minutes now. Wait a minute now. <laughs> I was like, I gotta yeah, get I, some I margaritas. We're in Mexico. What I didn't turn on the light yet. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, John. Wow, you look different in the day. Yeah, yeah I know, man. You're prettier. What the hell is this uh, shit? John's got a fucking name tag. We're, yeah, yeah. He's breaking the rules. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get a name tag? He doesn't have He does. He's just he's a rebel. Oh. <laughs> I'm supposed to wear them. I don't. I don't own one actually. You don't even have one. Don't tell nobody. Jeff Bronson, <laughs> aging Jeff does, Bronson. Anybody? Does anybody listen to the podcast that work for Carnival? I have no idea. <laughs> I got a name tag right here. <laughs> I got your name tag. <laughs> so have you guys worked together on one of the ships before? Yeah, or? yeah. We actually actually met on the ship. I mean, I've known of Lowell for years, but uh, we actually physically met on the yeah, ship. Yeah, we, we've ship. been in the same circles of yeah. comedy for yeah. years. Yeah. I got something for you, John. Huh. I want you to meet the rest of the people. This is Jesse. Hi, Jesse. And this is... Say your name. <laughs> Svetlana. Svetlana. Oh, he nailed it. Oh, man. You making me... That Ebonics ain't working. Well, no, you, make, you making my you black worked, English. You worked on the ship for how many years? 10, 15 years. You've, heard, you've never heard Steve, Brian, or John once on a ship. Yeah. You've heard a million okay. Svetlana. Let's go on to the next question. <laughs> I thought I was going to throw him in a trick bag. <laughs> Evidently, he's been rehearsing this. That's why he's late. <laughs> Come on, Svetlana, we hear Sfrogi and Pedrag and Dushtrag and, and, and Ching Ching. <laughs> we have many Ching Chings on this <laughs> ship. I thought I was playing, a, you know, one of those one of slot machines. Plachinko. Man, these guys should do radio or something. They laugh at everything. Yeah, that's a good audience. There's nothing worse than Man. doing a radio oh, show in the morning. <laughs> we high already? <laughs> no, <laughs> he is. Yeah. So, are we supposed to be at Boat Drill? No, no, okay. not this one. Well, we were thinking you 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 scheduled this specifically so that we'd be here while you're off doing a Boat Drill. Have you been hearing the buzzers and yeah, bees? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's always good for a podcast. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. We're actually on a cruise ship. It added, added yeah. to the authenticity. Uh, they're on vacation and they we're working. Yeah, we're supposed to be off. This is our only hour off. Right, right, and right. They found us. <laughs> hey, you guys chose the times. So. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, John chose the time. I thought that when he figured that I, I um, bought in that he was off the hook. He said, "Great." <laughs> I just let him go. I'll, I'll get my coffee, put my flip flops on, show up at ten of ten. So, where are you both from originally? Like. Lowell, where did, where did you start out? 
serious now? Yeah, are we, serious. are we getting yeah. serious? Yeah, wow, serious. that was like Barry White. Yeah, baby. Oh, we serious. Yeah. We got it together. Baby. I'm from Detroit. You from Detroit? Yes. All right. Motown. Sugar pie, honey bunch. You know that I love you. I can't help. You did myself. that in your show last night. I did. Yeah. Okay, well we won't do no more of that. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> John, what about yourself? Where are you from? Uh, upstate New York. Capital area. Okay, so Steve's neck of the woods. Oh, yeah? Syracuse? Uh, That was my first home in the United States is Syracuse, yeah. That's a nice place up there. I like northern New York. Yeah, and then I moved to Albany area. You don't have no New York. There's no New York in upstate. That's farm country, man. (laughs) We don't talk about, hey, what exit are you off? You want to meet me over the Dunkin' Donuts? You're the nice folks. (laughs) The nice people. No attitude up the north. The New Jersey tan. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> Always wearing a velour jumpsuit. That's why. <laughs> How did you get That's... into comedy? Start with Walt. Start with me? Yeah. Uh, I started in uh, college, Eastern Michigan you know, University. I, uh, for my final in a theater class, I, I did stand-up because I was procrastinating for so long <laughs> about I would write stuff, but I didn't know how to put it together or mm-hmm. try. And uh, so I went to my my uh, professor and told him what I'd like to do. So he said, good, that'll be your final. So I had to put it together. And awesome. I did it. And then the comedy was starting in Detroit at the same time. So after I did it in school, I took it to the open mic night in Detroit at a place called Delta Lady and Comedy Castle. And uh, it went over well. The first night at the Delta Lady was great as a bar. And uh, do you know Mark Kornhauser? No, no, no. I know it's a castle, magician, but I don't know that. Yeah, one. well, Mark Ridley was the castle. But I went and I did it uh, in a bar. And it was like, you know, they had comedy two nights, Friday, Saturday. So I went up on Thursday. It was packed. It was great. Everything just, man. It was like, man, this is a piece of cake. It was because I only had like about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, they say, ah, oh, come back tomorrow. The next night, it was like half the people, no one, there was hardly anyone there. And it was the real, the neighborhood people. Uh, oh, man, okay. I went up, man. and I, <laughs> Totally I bombed, different feel. Man. I didn't, I walked straight out the door when I was finished. <laughs> I went off. The, I walked off the stage and kept going to the car. My family was right behind me. <laughs> Let's get out of here. That was a fluke last night. <laughs> they were drunk. They were high. <laughs> Welcome to comedy. Yeah. So that was in uh, like a real redneck bar, and then the comedy castle was in a upscale, uh, fluent neighborhood suburbs. And I went out there, and uh, I did it, and it went well. That's where I met. Uh, that's where Tim Allen, Mike Binder, uh, Dave Couillé, the guy from Full House, mm-hmm. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were all starting it, but Mike was in L.A. already. He was like doing uh, "Make Me Laugh." Remember oh, "Make Me I Laugh"? I loved Mike oh, Binder. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, My favorite so Mike, bit was "Day at Disneyland." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just that's, everybody remembers that's, that that's bit. Such that's a just classic standard. bit. Uh, Mike Biner would do that. Uh, yeah, that was a classic bit. Still oh, to this day. God, I loved him. Where he just, a day at Disneyland, he, and he just stand in line and move one step. 
each minute. He'd move. He'd take his step. Watch. And then he'd take his shoe <laughs> he, off. Yeah. Take his shoe off, and he and he pretend it was a roller coaster. He go. <laughs> Day over. <laughs> so like ninety percent of your day was in line for a thirty second ride. Yeah. So yeah, that was my beginning to, to comedy. Cool. Uh, did you find it difficult in the beginning finding the funny, or did the was finding funny easy for you? Finding uh, well, in the beginning you had because Steve likes no to think search. he can. You would be searching for like. I would do a lot of impressions mm-hmm. uh, to start out because I didn't have that much material, and I well, I wasn't that confident in uh, you know the jokes. But if you put yourself in someone else's position, or, or people would take that a, a lot easier than listening. You know, I had jokes, but like you say, you're looking for uh, identity. Mm-hmm. That takes a long time to try to get confident enough to know a, a voice that. Well, it's got to be interesting just, uh, if you're starting out in college. Excuse me, excuse me. I have an announcement. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Can we fix this in post, please? For the love of God. <laughs> We're on an actual fucking cruise ship. Um, <laughs> It's getting but, shorter. <laughs> they are getting shorter. As, hopefully, because now we're getting yeah. deeper in the water. Yeah, um, yeah the rescue is when you, close. <laughs> when you're in college, you don't really know who the fuck you are anyway. So it must be hard to find an identity for your well, comedy anyway. Getting on stage in the beginning, huh, John? I started uh, on the inside of my CD is the very first night on stage ever. Um, I was in junior high school, and I started as a ventriloquist. You started in junior so, high. Junior high. I was junior eleven school. years old. Wow. I started. We yeah. discovered on our on our podcast that was that's, recently. That's that literally my very first. Steve time also stage. started with Ventrilo. Oh yeah, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. and um, after that <laughs> show, I I started doing uh, believe it or not children's parties for five dollars a show. It's got wow. been a pro for all his yeah. life. Junior high, seventy four. Junior high. School. Yeah, junior high. I started doing work, getting paid for shows. I was eighth grade. Wow. And I was working wow. for kids almost my same age. It was just weird. But, and then um, when I was a senior in high school, I started stand-up because, uh, you know, as Lowell, as anybody can attest, this country, I mean, stand-up was on every channel. Yeah. We had A&E Evening at the Improv and Comic Strip Live, and every talk show had a comic on every other night. And so I started stand-up. I worked at uh, a place called Spencer Gifts. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and we, had, uh, we, we, had, um, we had a Christmas party. And uh, the the manager said, you have to put together a five-minute act. We don't care what it is, but to have fun at the Christmas party for Spencer Gifts, we have to put together a five-minute act. And I already had been performing 20 minutes <laughs> to 30 minutes of my ventriloquism. So what I did was I wrote, I sat down, and it was the first time I like actually wrote material, and I wrote about a 10- or 15-minute routine on Spencer Gifts about women uh, buying vibrators and it's for a friend and, <laughs> and, and the burnouts, uh, you know, just spacing out back in the back of the store in the black light shop with all the black light posters and the fiber lights and shit. 13 year olds getting through puberty. Yeah. And all the incense and all that kind of stuff and all the Lonnie Anderson posters. Yes, and I actually bought all my nephews lava lamps and yeah. electric globe things. I literally wrote 10 wow. to 15 minutes on Spencer gifts and, um, and then I did about five or ten of my ventriloquism, and I won the gong show. And uh, that, and from then, I started doing stand-up like at local clubs. I mean, clubs were sprouting up everywhere, and then one thing led to another. And 
like like Lowell said, uh, you know, in the in the '80s and '90s, man, you could you could. I mean, I didn't leave New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, uh, uh, Connecticut, Massachusetts for ten years. I mean, you could go from club to club mm-hmm. to club each week and and um, make a damn good living. And then <coughs> in '86, I became a full time comic. I had a men's big and tall clothing store. And uh, quit that and became a full-time comic in 86, and I've been on the road since. You know, now that you mention it, I started when I was 11 in school, <laughs> but I was getting expelled. <laughs> I, would do, I would do my act and my skit in class, and I got expelled two or three times, and fights. Yeah, yeah, that was I my audience. Get my ass no alcohol really. was involved. <laughs> talking about what the climate was for comedy when you were younger, has it changed much? I mean, if uh, somebody's trying to come up in comedy now, is it harder now? Oh, is it easier? I would. Think I'd so. say it's. I'd say when you Steve and still, I started, Steve still wants to come up in comedy. Yeah. When when you and I started, it was a little more of an exclusive club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yeah. anybody and everybody says they are going to be or are a comic. I was in a Starbucks one day. Somewhere in Hollywood, and this kid. Excuse I, I, us, John. We'll be right back after these <laughs> messages. <laughs> and I was sitting there, like I, I would go over the hill into Hollywood early to beat traffic, and I would go to the same Starbucks when I had voiceover auditions. And um, I'd sit by next to the counter, and this guy would be at the counter, and 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 every coffee that he would make for some pretty looking girl, he'd go, he'd say. Uh, uh, thanks a latte. Have a grande. I'm like, really, dude? That's your material? Thanks a latte. Hold that thought, Hold on. Jeff Bronson's on the... Final Destination. You don't want to hear Final Destination and Lifeboat. Yeah. Or Lifeboat 13. You don't want to hear that one. You don't want to get in Lifeboat 13. And so, so one of these girls starts giggling at his little banter. Thanks a latte, have a grande. And and she goes, "You're so funny, Brian. You're oh, so funny." You and I'm like, and I said, and I I said out loud, I said, "Are you kidding me?" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I'm doing a set over at the Comedy Store. I'm a comic." Oh, I didn't know you were a comic. He, he goes, "Yeah, I'm a comic. I, I have sets over at the Comedy Store." I said, I, "Excuse me." I said, when you're doing your sets at the comedy store, are you getting paid for? Oh, no, we don't get paid. I said, you're not a comic yet. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> and you you're never bought Mike coffee Mike. in there again. Ever again. Yes. And I <laughs> left and like, I said, have, have a, a grand day. day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, well, back in those days, it sounds like we're old now. I guess. We uh, okay, we are. Okay. <laughs> it's okay to admit that. We are. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess uh, 30 years would be old. You know, there was a thing. Uh, Were you in the PCA? Uh, yeah. The per- the there was day. a thing years ago in the 80s where all us comics banded together and formed a union so we could get health insurance. It was called the PCA, the Professional Comedians this Association. This was before Obamacare. Oh, God, <laughs> decades before. And um, and And at that time, when you joined the PCA, you got a binder. To help us find work, there was there was a listing of every comedy club in the country and every comedian. And at that time, there was maybe 300. 
now there's probably 7,000 quote-unquote comedians. Because back then, if you wanted to get into business, you had to either go to New York, Chicago, Boston. LA, or Detroit. Boston. Boston. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there were, the clubs popped up in between, but you had to either, that's where you really started or got your, yeah. you know, your ground. Yeah. You weren't relevant unless you got on stage in New York, L.A., yeah. Yeah, uh, Detroit, Chicago, sad. Boston, pretty much. Because well, those were that's where the guys were coming from that were headlining the big rooms, yeah. like in Detroit or whatever. Everyone was coming from, like we used to work uh, in Detroit. Like everyone would come through there: Leno, Shandling, sure, uh, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Paul Reiser, Richard Lewis. Everybody would, you know, and so you would connect with these guys back in those days and you get to know them and then when you come out to LA a lot of them would help you or New York yeah 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 you were more yeah. of a little tight knit community yeah right? cause, oh cause, absolutely because you drive them you drive them guys around yeah out there in town you know so they get to know you you know they gotta you'd be like uh uh yeah, a lot of these New York guys and Chicago guys and even Boston guys, they didn't even own cars yeah. because they stayed right there. And right. like, especially New York City, I mean, with the public transportation there, like I would, I would cart guys like, like Ray Romano around and I mean, dozens and dozens of times. I mean, cause they didn't even own a vehicle. They didn't even have a license because they didn't need it. That was a good it. thing because you, you establish a friendship and a relationship yeah. with these guys and it carry on later, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really, curious to see what the dynamic between the two of you would be like two comics on the same ship Mm -hmm. back to back you know are you friendly or are you competitive or you know uh, we just respect each other's work you know i mean some that don't happen all the time no it don't (laughs) we don't get along with everybody i mean there's Uh, some guys here and there that you would you could ask us uh you could add someone else on the ship and say, hey, you guys want to be like, hell no. Mm-mm, I'm not sitting on the same <laughs> But they ain't going to be standing around in the same vicinity after yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. it's just some guys. Okay, so name them. No. Ah. <laughs> all right, you got that book that with the name of list of every <laughs> They're all highlighted in well, red. It's funny because I actually asked you both individually yeah. if you would join us on the podcast because I didn't want to ask yeah. you together because right. I didn't know if that yeah. dynamic would work and then you both yeah. suggested doing it. Yeah, so I wouldn't have. I'm and then sure John was I'm, late. John probably wouldn't have done it with everybody. <laughs> yeah, John. I am well, sorry. Yeah, yeah Lowell, why don't you do it? Get up there at 10 o'clock. That way it gives me time to get my coffee. Uh, yeah, you do the first set. There'll be a double bill. Svetlana at the coffee shop was late. <laughs> what do you mean, you want cinnamon? I have to grind myself. Svetlana, you have a very deep voice. <laughs> Shut your mouth and drink your drink. That's why Jesse fell in love with her. <laughs> like, oh, she's more manly than me. Uh, you don't work on the ship, do you? No. Oh, okay. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, y'all know each other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is another Swift Lana down after. Yeah. I said Swift. Swift Lana? Okay, for, Lana. It's another like a- Lana down at the coffee shop. <laughs> I can't get that for none. I'm gonna be in my room all day. Swift, Swift. You're gonna be on stage still doing it. <laughs> and when I finally get it, y'all will be gone. He'd be screaming. <laughs> I'll just be walking up to. Are you from Russia? You ever heard of? Oh, Swift. Swift, Lana. 
I'll walk. I got set up with that. I didn't think you'd be able it's to really say that. It's really not hard. I'm the only person that That's can general put a V public school. He does every single accent of the sun. You think he's not? Spamata is going to strip him up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. so you, you do voiceover work, right, John? That's why I moved to LA. Uh, the summer of 2000, I moved to LA for animation voiceover for cartoons and film and video games and stuff like we that. Had, uh, we had Jim Cummings on the show. Oh, geez. In November. He's like one of the grandfathers. Yeah, he, he, did a, he did an intro for us. Yeah, he's Duck, Duck intro for our show. Awesome. Yeah, John, he did an intro yeah. <laughs> for them. So guess what? Guess what you're going to have? Do your intro, boy! <laughs> and he's not getting any royalty checks. <laughs> that wasn't a, that wasn't was, a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do any voiceovers. <laughs> it's just like we were incredibly honored. It was like amazing. Wow. How did you land that interview? That kid, that's uh, great. It, you know, it's funny. We we work with a, a uh, friend. Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we work with a friend, saying. Carla Van Wagener. Like, maybe you can handle her last name. Uh, uh, but <laughs> she uh, she told me a year and a half ago when we started the podcast, she's like, just give me whatever name. I'll try and figure out how to make it happen. And so for our one-year anniversary show, I wanted somebody really special and interesting. And I saw a video of Jim doing um, Star Wars script as yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pooh Vader or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I just said to Carla, I said, I want him on my show in four days. Figure it out. <laughs> wow, nice. And she did. <laughs> so, wow, very cool. It was awesome. That's a huge score. Yeah, it was, it was so cool. So cool. Well, where do we fit in on that, John? <laughs> Way we're down just, here somewhere. We just got a couple of schlubs on a shit. <laughs> this is the best we could do. The only two comics on the book. <laughs> you, you're a Transformer, right? Yeah, I, I was a Decept. I was many Decepticons and Transformers. I could hear it in Revenge some of the voices of the you were doing right. the other night. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a that was probably the highlight of my voiceover career so far. What was that process like? Uh, apparently I auditioned for it right after the first film came out and it came into the office under a, uh, unlabeled, you know, it was like a random robot project kind of thing because sometimes they send those things in secret where they don't want you to eat. A, let anybody know that it's being read for Mm -hmm. or B, they just don't want you to know. And, um, I was at the Riviera in Vegas, and I got a phone call from my agent, and he said, uh, hey, um, he goes, are you around next week? And I said, yeah. And he said, I'm trying to set up a meeting between you and Michael Bay. And I said, you mean Transformers, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, Michael Bay? And he goes, yeah. And I said, yeah, have him meet me at the Denny's near my house in Calabasas. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, there was silence. And I go, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I go, how the fuck does Michael Bay know who I am? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, I just re- thing I, ju- from your I just remembered why I'm paying you. <laughs> so he set up a meeting with me and, and him on that following Thursday. And um, I walked into their offices in Santa Monica and I had no clue why I was there. I didn't I didn't know why I was there. And uh, apparently I had auditioned for it a year and a half prior to that day. <laughs> and, you know, obviously, I mean, you, it's out of, out of mind for, for a, a whole full year. And um, he just showed me my scene. And he goes, I need a voice for this guy. And I started throwing stuff out at him. And within an hour, we were in the recording studio laying the tracks down. And then after I finished that character, which is the doctor in Revenge of the Fallen, 
I have two big scenes. I resurrect. I'm responsible for resurrecting Megatron in Revenge of the Fallen. Wow. I uh, I go kill the little one. Need parts. <laughs> Must have the brain on the table. And um, <laughs> then after we were done with that, uh, the, on the second day of recording, which was awesome, I actually got a full second day with Michael. And then. He goes, well, that's a wrap. And I was like, ah, oh, I didn't want it to end. Come on, first name now. Yeah, Mike, I mean, Mike. I call him Mike. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, oh, we're done. He said, yeah. And, and the sound guy hands him a little post-it note. And uh, he looks at the post-it note. He goes, you want to do some more robots? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he showed me this kitchen scene where Shia drops the shard into the kitchen and it transforms up. The blender and the wall clock and the microwave, and he says, "I need a voice for him, him, and him, and him." And for the next hour, that's what I did. So I'm the voice a lot of the a lot of the kitchen bots in that scene. <laughs> so I just awesome. stood there for three hours going. Gah, 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 gah. <laughs> How's Mike doing? He's good. He's good. He says hello. <laughs> uh, I send him an edible arrangement. I never got a thank you note. <laughs> What, what kind of edibles were you Cantaloupes. Oh, okay. um. <laughs> Strawberries. <laughs> the good ones. The, the, the chocolate ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're hanging out with Tim Allen. I mean, that's... You know. Yeah, he's got a great gig, man. Yeah. He, he he works with Tim all the time. You can't time. poo-poo him too much. No, no, no. Lold is... is Tim who? Tim, <laughs> Timmy. We know Tim. him as Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I met Tim while he was... Letters I met yours. Tim in, in the joint. Seriously? Yeah. Nah, man. Come on. <laughs> what you thought? You know, what you thought I was his bitch? That was the most serious I've seen you be on the whole shit. <laughs> you, you're gonna edit this out, right? <laughs> in post. Yeah, in post. Now, what well, we like? I said we started out together in uh, open mic nights before he went to the joint. Yeah. Then he went to the joint. For those of you out there who don't know what join is, <laughs> the big house. <laughs> well, you might not know what the big house is. All right, jail. All right, he went to jail. Uh, and then he came back out, and uh, he was stronger than he was when he went in. Yeah, that's when he blew yeah. up, right? He did the Young Comedians sh- uh, special, yeah. and then, boom, yeah, right Home in. Improvement just yeah. launched him started, into the stratosphere. It was, a, it was a little while, but but once it started, it started snowballing. Yeah. Because... He didn't start hitting really until uh, about 89, right. mm-hmm. 88 with his uh, first showtime. But he started in 79, so and then he went to jail for two years. So he got out in about 82. So about five years in between there, he was working on the road a lot, uh, anywhere and everywhere. Did you take a look at him and go, man, we started together. I should have got my ass thrown in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I've been selling drugs ever since, but nothing happened. <laughs> you know, I'm still waiting on that break. <laughs> Evidently, I got to sell to a police officer. <laughs> and I haven't had the nerve to do that. <laughs> Y'all know any police around that want some coke? <laughs> you, you can sell one to the, the security guard on the ship, maybe. <laughs> What is this, Lord Sanders? Oh. <laughs> what is this white stuff in your cabin? 
So we're, wa- not, we're not. <laughs> so watching the two of you guys on this cruise, um, John, you seem to be way more free flowing than Lowell. Mm-hmm. Like you forget to tell the end of a story yeah. uh, during one set and yeah. finish it up yeah. next day. <laughs> That's Random. my evil plan. That's the catch to get you to come to the next it. show. Ah, you're giving away my secret. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Martha, we didn't hear the end of that. Yeah. Well, he said he's going to tell it tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. But we, I guess we got to I ran out go. of time. Go. Tune in next day. <laughs> well, what I wanted to know is, 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 that, is that really – kind of the way it goes or do you just honestly get distracted or, or do you both uh both um a lot of my stuff almost all of my stuff is it's is based on real events real things and sometimes when did you happy, really get arrested at i didn't get arrested but i got thrown out of the park okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a misdemeanor <laughs> <laughs> yeah for what measles <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got. I got. I threw a lap from a train. Measles. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and 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 stuff like that uh, happens organically uh, the first time, and then I try and recreate it uh, sometimes. You know, on on different nights, but but sometimes, yeah, I'm very free. I mean, I, I, like two or three things came out the other night that I'd never done or, or thought of and and like next week i'll try and recreate it sometimes lightning doesn't strike twice and sometimes it's not as funny as that first time but you try and work out the kinks and then if it doesn't three or four times and you drop it you're like that was just a magic night man you can't recreate it but sometimes things just come out off the top of my head um like i don't know if you remember in my, I, I think Lowell was in the booth that night when I was doing the Chinese waiter guy, and I, I started saying 12. I realized that it sounded like a cat uh, hacking up a fur ball. 12! 12! That, I just started that last week. And uh, so I recreated it. And, I almost pissed my pants. And I never realized how many cat owners there are in the audience that go, holy fuck, that does sound like a cat hacking up a fur ball. And I'm like, cool. I now have a 90 more seconds of my show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And then he stood there for a minute and a half hacking up a fur ball. <laughs> really was. Yeah. He's just over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way I do stuff. It's just organic. What about you, Lowell? How much do you draw stuff off the crowd or do you stick to your set? Well, you, you get... You always get things. I like John. I record every night, and and then you get things, and uh, sometimes it, it sticks. And like you say, some it's hard to recreate exactly. It might hit, but like uh, I don't know that bit I did about the black dick. <laughs> yeah, that that came out of a. That yes, was a, I love that, was that bit. Lil. Tell me the bit about the black the dick, black please. Dick. <laughs> you have to come to the show tomorrow. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's your family in show. Fact, <laughs> in fact, I've always wanted to do this. I had the CD right here. Uh, I brought a clip. <laughs> Let's roll you, the clip. Can you play this? Uh, you put it in post. Yeah, yeah, we can put it in post. Uh, uh, okay, so, so you want me to set this up? Uh, this yeah, is it's a listed joke as idea. black dick. Yeah, actually, it, uh, it's not on there. Dick. <laughs> Number Dick. fifteen, yeah. Number fifteen, yeah. Fifteen, uh, okay, bragger. So you, you want me to? I, you want me to? Is the reason is number fifteen. Yeah, well, you brought a clip. Why don't you set that up? You want me to set this? I think this one is about. Uh, <laughs> about uh, I was on the stage and I was asking a lady, "Has she ever seen a black dick?" Roll it. All right, Brian, let's roll, roll that, that. For us, please. Okay, thanks. 
Television. I hate though, man. They always have announcers. I've been watching the basketball playoff. They should make announcers use the name Richard on TV instead of Dick. <laughs> Every network has a Dick. Dick Edinburgh, Dick Stockton, Dick Vitale, Dick, Dick. Too much Dick on TV. <laughs> White guys call each other Dick all the time. There ain't no problem. Hey, Dick, how are you? What's going on? Got a good name? They call us black guy Dick. You have to call us Richard. That's right, you never see a black dick. You don't see a black dick. You looking like you better not be insane. That's gonna be a long walk back to the hotel. Why you didn't answer the man? I wanna know have you ever seen. And you should never name the kids Dick Jr. Why people do that? That's a lot of pressure on the kid. Friends show up, mother answers the door. Hi, is, is Dick home? Mother be like, you want Big Dick or Little Dick? Kids be like, I don't know him that well. Just the kid. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was wonderful. I love that. Yeah, that very that, funny. That that was, that came out of a uh, ad lib one night. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, that's the kind of shit come out my head. You had dick, dick, dick jokes. Black dicks black dick come out of his head. <laughs> a black dick uh, was better than coming out of my ass. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Uh, roll that clip. <laughs> oh, you got a clip of that? <laughs> Good night, everybody. They told me they deleted that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, now let's turn this, flip this around. Let's turn this around. Uh, so how did you guys uh, get into this? Into the podcasting? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, you into other shit, too? Well, yeah. yeah. No, yes. we're, we're, we're independent filmmakers. Is, Are you? Yes. kind of a oh, okay. career. Um they can't see that. That <laughs> quote yeah, podcasting. Yeah. That's my finger doing <laughs> <Okay>. air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was for your benefit. All right. Okay. Air quotes um, radio. No, it, it's, uh, I've been a fan of podcasting since podcasting started 10 years or so ago. And we did a podcast uh, during the post-production process of the independent film we produced in San Diego in like 2005. They're really doing this. They're and, really- yeah, I'm answering yeah. your question. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and we did, yeah. There it is. We did like thirty-five episodes of our podcast for our for our feature film, and I just loved the fuck out of listening to my voice. That's so good. for years I tried to figure out how to do it again, and then a year ago I said, "Oh, what the hell is it? I'm just going to talk to other entertainers and performers." And excuse us for a minute. Excuse uh, us. Good morning, everybody. This is cruise ship, bitches. Yay! Let's shut the hell up. Uh, well, Yay, they picked a good time because well. this interview is over too. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> but yeah, no, a year, a little over a year ago, I just said, you know, I'm tired of listening to other people interview people. I'm a, you know, I'm an, I, I work in entertainment, and I want to talk to other people who work in entertainment. Where are you guys based? So, I, I'm out of San Diego. He's in Orange County, so you know. So this is all you need. Yeah, Sometimes I mean, this, this people the, just use their uh, their yeah, don't don't do that though. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is this unit here? That, this is a Tascam DR40. Okay. So 
Um, it's allowing me to do two handheld mics for you guys, and then it's got two onboard mics for us. Now, I notice you guys are both speaking. Do you have a lav, or where is no, that being? Right two, two onboard mics. Very that cool. picks up that Multi-directional well. stereo? Or yeah, it's, it's four-channel recording, so I'll be able to pull it into post and Great. tweak his mic and yep. tweak my mic yep. and balance so, you guys out. We could... We could travel with this. We and could do, do this. Podcasts yeah, where we go. Yeah, yeah. talk about. Need a little laptop to edit it. We'll call it Big Dicks and Chinese Food. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I like that. Copyright. I like Copyright that. that. If you guys want to do a podcast, I would. I would love to have your podcast on my network. <laughs> Are you have a network? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> com. We got like three different shows to go on our. On Shit, our you may have to talk about. Let's that. do it. Yeah. Big dicks and what? Chinese food. Chinese food. Big dicks and big dicks and fur balls. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is it. I can't think we can top that. That's a, a good way to get out of this. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much thank for chatting with us. I know, man. I know, you, I know it's cruise ship is busy. Not yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. But you know. Um, but thanks for having us. You already gave us your website, John. Is there a place people can check your stuff yeah, out? Yeah, johndecrosta.com. It's, it's the most basic of crappy websites ever on godaddy.com. Uh, that's not godaddy.com's fault. It's my fault. <laughs> I built it four years ago because a club I was working demanded that their headliner have a website, and I didn't have it yet, and I put it together in literally 20 minutes. <laughs> so I'm still looking for the time to put down a kick-ass website. We but also do web design. My schedule, well, let, we you can talk website. about that because yeah, my yeah. schedule's on there and my little guest book and oh, yeah, all that kind of stuff, my bio. <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's so basic, but uh, if you want to know where I'm appearing, it's there. Cool. It's there. Or Facebook and Twitter. And I Instagram more than a 12-year-old girl. Well, this is going up on Monday. So where, where can people catch you in the next couple of weeks? I'll be uh, next week. I'm in Sarasota, Florida at McCurdy's Comedy Theater, which is where my CD was recorded. And then I'll be in Vegas for two weeks, uh, the 16th through 22nd at um, the Riviera. And then the 23rd through 29th for Brad Garrett at the MGM uh, in Vegas. Awesome. And I'll I'll be uh, out here on the boat uh, <laughs> until I pay off all of my credit cards. <laughs> uh, he's got he's got to do a drill in thirty minutes. Yeah, really, he's got to put an I'm orange. I'm probably fired right now. I'm supposed to be at that boat drill. Uh, but uh, let's see. Next uh, land, I'll be in Vegas uh, with Tim on the seventh of March at the Mirage. At the Mirage. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. This was fun. It was. I'm going to, to buy me again. one of those machines. And I'm going to get me a big black dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to eat some Chinese food. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Pleasant dreams. This episode of The Intellectual Podcast has been brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has over 100,000 titles for you to download and listen to on your iPad, iPhone, Android, or really any mobile MP3 device that you might have. So if you're into audiobooks and you are looking for the absolute best, show your support for the intellectual by signing up for an Audible trial at audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. That's audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. And show your support for the Intellectual Network by signing up for the free trial with Audible.com.